Retro Rebel Gamecast is brought to you by TempleofGeek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. You can find all our episodes and fulfill your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at TempleofGeek.com. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast, where we discuss gaming and related topics. Retro Rebel is released Fridays, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com or wherever you download your favorite podcast. You can even find us on Facebook and Instagram at Retro Rebel Podcast for exclusive content and to see what else we're up to. My name is Amanda, and today I'm joined by a special repeat guest host, Steve. Welcome back, Steve. Yo, what up? My presence last time didn't crash the whole podcast and put y'all out of business, so I guess I'm back. That yeah. is true. In fact, it was it was one of our more popular episodes. So I think people oh, were really sick. interested in what you had to say about platformers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that is and surprising. You know, I, I, out of the hundreds of hostile emails I've received, you know, I mean, I, I'm very surprised. But hey, what up? <laughs> I'm here. Um, and I remember last time when we were discussing platformers, you were really surprised to see some games missing from the list. But because the yeah. website we were using at the time was created after 2011, they had separated off into Metroidvania as a category. So today we are going to focus on Metroidvania games. We're doing a whole new um, best of all time list. I've sourced it from a different place. So hopefully it'll be a little bit more fair and balanced and, and you'll be more excited about it. Won't have to create your own top 30 list like last time. Um, and uh, oh, definitely and not. We're gonna no. <laughs> we published it. I, I, I think people were, uh, were suitably uh, accepting of your list. So before we do that, yeah. shall we just go through what we're playing? Um, I've been playing Overboard again. I've got a video to game discretion that I'm going to tomorrow about it. It's a mobile RPG game. But it, it's on PC as well, I think. I downloaded it on mobile. And um, you have committed a murder. You're like an old-timey 1940s socialite. You've committed a murder on an ocean liner. You've thrown your husband overboard for the money. And the goal is to get away with murder. So by the time that they land, like they're never going to figure it out. And once you disembark, they won't turn you over to authorities and stuff. So you have like a certain amount of time to go through and talk to the people in the different areas of the ship, throw blame, get someone else blamed for the murder stuff. And there are many, many different ways that it can go. I have played it, I think three times over and I've gotten different um, outcomes every time. And none of them have been the ideal outcome. But my criticism is, is because it's a simple little text-based game and every time you play it, it does give you the option to just fast forward through the bits that you've already done till you make the choices, but you still need to make the choices and go through all the palava. And I did get bored of it after a while. Cause it was, it was very samey and I didn't actually like the goal of it is to win quote unquote and get away with murder. And you're supposed to just keep doing it until you do that. But I got bored out uh, after three attempts because I don't think it changes enough in between attempts to make it worth it. I don't know. Have you ever played that overboard? Never played it. I've got to be honest with you. Never had it been. It's it listen, sick. it's it very cheap on mobile. It. It's like a fiver. It's good for a little afternoon, something or other, but 
<laughs> I think I might have had a bit higher expectations when I downloaded it than what it actually could deliver. So maybe that's my own fault. <laughs> mm. What have you been playing? <clears throat> I've been playing a lot of this game called Sifu. Pretty popular. Um, it's like a, a it's a game akin to Dark Souls. It's like an easy to learn, really hard to master sort of game. Controls exactly the same. You got dodge rolls and parries and such. But uh, like a Chinese Kung Fu master who gets their dad killed and has to go out for revenge, I've been at it nonstop. Uh, <laughs> mastering the combos and the techniques you got to beat the bosses with. It's a really, it's a really sick, short and sweet game. Absolutely fantastic. It's got a killer soundtrack, art style. You, you really got to check that one out. Uh, my only issue is it's on the Epic Game Store, which, you know, is not the most popular among a lot of people. But uh, that's the only issue with it. Otherwise, is it's, it a it's game so good. free on the Epic Game Store? I'm not sure how it works. Nah. You, you get, it's exactly the same as the Steam Store. Is like, it just it's like Steam? Exactly the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's exactly the same. It just right, a lot of okay. people don't like Epic Games, right? You know, associated with like Fortnite and such. I don't know. Just uh, listen, like I, I think Fortnite gets a fair bit of unnecessary hate. Like they are doing some unusual uh-uh. things in the game. Absolutely space, not. No, and no, no, no one ever likes I, the first person. There, there is a huge controversial thing um, that that set me off of Fortnite. I, I was into it when it came out, but like there was a huge controversial thing that happened um, with their their Martin Luther King event, and that's all I'm gonna say. They had, a, they had an MLK event in Fortnite, and s- some really controversial stuff happened. So all, all good. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm good for I, that. I don't that know if much... I would like trust gamers with anything um, important or children significant. Bear in mind, children yeah. like children don't yeah. come to. All right, I'm gonna go play Fortnite. Children don't sit down to play Fortnite to learn about like Black History. <laughs> they, they don't. Listen, like my favorite. Part the thought is the there. The, the thought is there. Epic Games, double thumbs up. Cool, love it. Yeah. But like, yeah, children, goddamn, playing it. Yeah, that it, is so was, funny. It was really something learning about that. But um, the the event, sorry, not Black History. <laughs> I've been playing seafood. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Play it. Play Sifu, circling back. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's without fantastic. further ado, we might as well just jump into it because we know it's going to take the full a lot of time to get through these games, especially because Hell I yeah. think you've played a lot more of these than on the previous list. This, so um, Yeah, Metroidvania as well as platformers, this is my jam right here. Perfect. Well, this is the 26th best metroidvania games of all time the top rank for google is not 30 so this is what we have um and um they actually do start it in reverse order so that makes me very happy so we're starting with number 26 i'll just rattle off what platforms they're on because some of them are on the stadia and i'm just baffled by this because i thought the stadia was straight up dead so yeah, the Google the Stadia. Yeah, like, like yeah. the what? Like, it's like saying the word ouya. It's like one of those ancient words that lost their yeah. Oh my god, the ouya, yeah. Um, the so anyway, ouya. let's yeah. kick it off with number 26, Infernax for PC, Xbox One, Switch, PS4, came out this year, has a like a trigger yeah. warning at the front, which is pretty funny, um, and <clears> looks like quite a ton- tongue-in-cheek version of a Metroidvania title. Have you played this one? Oh, tongue and cheek! It ain't. Infinex goes in. Let me tell you, it is. It is a an eight bit style. Um, 
sort of sort of like a throwback to Castlevania. Absolutely, there's some Castlevania references in it. Um, right. Yeah, you play as this holy Templar priest. He goes to a to this land that's all messed up. There's all undead and zombies and demons and shit. But uh, oh my goodness, it goes in. It's so violent. Like it's really really violent. You got it's one of these games where you got to choose to either spare the dude or kill them. Like you get moral choices throughout. It depends on right. it affects the ending that you get. It's like eight different endings. It's really good, really really good game. Yeah, Infinex though. Starting off the list with that, my god, you can tell. Yeah, some they, this is a pretty good them. list. I will say that it's written yeah. by an actual writer and not curated by AI or votes. So this is probably fairly accurate for most people. Um, number twenty five, oh, yeah. jumping in. This is Fist, forged in Shadow Torch for the PC, PS four, PS five, and it came out last year. Um, and it is a sort of sci-fi looking um, 2.5D video game. Um, and it looks pretty cool. has quite an interesting art style. It's not like 8-bit or anything like that. And mm. um, have you have you played this one yet? I haven't played it. Um, the thing that put me off is is all the, the, for lack of a better word, the furry art. There's a bunch of like animals running around. You, you play as this rabbit, right? Um, yeah. I haven't played it. I've seen some gameplay. It it, it it didn't look like my thing, so I never looked more into it. But you know, it it might be really good. It's on a list. It's on this list with some bangers, so it's got to be right. I mean, the art style looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it says well, that it say has really. like a bunch of unique weapons that you can collect, from like a giant robo fist to like whips and yeah. stuff. Um, and there are like puzzles. It's got really and good like scores. Mm, people do really like good it. Scores, yeah. Yeah, well, but I, I mean, can I can get it if you if you're kind of worried about the furry fan art. It's it kind of makes sense. It does give off that vibe. I'm just I'm just not into the the anthropomorphic animals so much, you know. Me neither. I'm not a fan. That, I don't. You I know mean, what? Ratchet and Clank, like Star Fox. It's not for me. Nah. No, no, it looks good either way. I mean, that's that's no basis to judge a game on. So um, it looks sick. Excellent. Um, number 24, Sundered. Now, this is everywhere, pretty much. It came out in 2017. It's also on the Stadia, which I just find so amusing. 2017, <laughs> Sundered. Um, it's a very dark, horror-esque environment. I mean, it's based on Lovecraft, H.P. Lovecraft's work. Um, and it's like a world in chaos. Um, there's like lots of red and blacks and grays. Like it's very dark and haunting. Um, and it looks pretty unique, I think, from what's been coming out recently. Yeah, like the art in this game is wacky, let me tell you, in the best way. Like, yeah, Lovecraft, it definitely is. There's a lot of, a lot of really like uh, funky visuals in this one. Um, that's all I can really say about it, though. I, I've never heard of it, and nor have I played it. Looks it is very though. new. This looks um, like, most most this looks of like the, the ones are not that new. This looks like the kind of game I would play, though, to be honest with you. So I'm, I'm looking to look this one up afterwards. Well, the good news is it's on literally everything. So <laughs> like you could play it on just I'll, about I'll everything. I'll definitely have a look. Um, it look, it reminds me, of... the look reminds me of that, that PS1 game, Heart of Darkness. Oh, do you know what the look reminds me of? That like anime with that I don't know the name of the character, but it's like got like a white um face mask and then like a black sort of body and it's like very um sort of stark and its mouth opens really wide. You know? 
It's very, someone will Spirit comment away? below. Because... Are you talking about No Face? Yeah, Spirited Away. Yes, 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 yes. Spirited yes. Away? Sort of some of the art looks kind of like that to me. Like, it's with cartoon, really crisp yeah, borders. Like... Yeah, yeah, like the backgrounds are all like painted and rendered. And then like the, the characters mm. are quite cartoony block colors, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, <clears throat> number 23. Sick. Now for something completely different because this couldn't be more different. Uh, it's Shadow Complex for the Xbox 360, PC, Xbox One, PS4, and OS X from 2009. Now, I think, at a glance, this this graphics looks good. Like, from 2009, yeah. that's fairly crisp-looking graphics. Like, they went for realism there. Oh, yeah. It's like, not this, bad. This game's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, this game's great. Have you played um, it? I played this when I was a kid. Um, solid Metroidvania. Like, there, it's not just the graphics that are there, the gameplay is there as well. It was really ahead of its time. Shadow Complex, great one, to be honest. Futuristic, fight the robots, fight the aliens. It's great. Great Metroidvania if you ever get the chance. You could probably get it on an emulator, to be honest with you. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. If you really sure. wanted to. Yeah. Good one, though. Very, very good one. And what about, so number 22, Grime, if you didn't play it on PC, you didn't play it at all, because it's only on PC and Stadia, came out last year. Now, this isn't for me, I have to say, because it is not only a Metroidvania game, but it's also Souls-like, in that it's, like, pretty difficult. There's, like, a narrative... You know, you have to go and min-max your armor and stats. Uh... You know, it's. Uh, to be honest, it's... this is this is this is not one I've heard of again. I swear to you that Metroidvania is on my jam. I swear, I promise. But uh, yeah, this is, this is not Why one I've heard of. It. <laughs> it looks like Salt and Sanctuary, to be honest with you, which is on this list too. But um, which would indicate that it's more of a Metroidvania, you know, dodge rolls and that sort of thing. But uh, oh my goodness, yeah, I, I can't believe I haven't heard of this one because this looks great too. Look at the art style; it's fantastic. Nice three D. 2.5D, you know, like it's a 3D environment, but yeah. you run on a little track. Looks great. Yeah. yeah. Um, completely different now. The style of Blasphemous, I would say, is like 16-bit. It's PC, <sighs> Switch, PS4, Xbox One, Linux, Max from 2019. Now, it's, a, it's basically a brand new game designed to look, in the crispest way possible, extremely old. Blasphemous. Now, let me tell you, we got a video game. If you want some bleak, dark Spanish lore, Catholic, like, it is just, I cannot even begin to describe Blasphemous, let me tell you. It is so good. Killer soundtrack, killer art style. The story is there. Play. It's one of these games, like, a lot of these, like, films and games, a lot of people uh, argue dub over sub. Play this game with the Spanish on. Like, it is, it changes the whole experience, but, oh my god, Blasphemous, really, really good. Like, the movement is there, it moves really well, the gameplay is really good, like, the the monsters and the artwork are second to none, it's all based on Spanish Catholicism and lore and history, but uh, it is really supernatural game saying that, it's really good. The DLC is fantastic too, yeah. The Blasphemous is I have a, to is say, like, even though they've gone with an older style... 
they're doing things that could, wouldn't have been possible at the time. Like just in the screenshot, I'm looking at the rendering of the glass in the lanterns and stuff would not have been possible yeah. with the technology that was available at the time. So they've really taken no. the best of that art style, that eight 16 bit art style and taken it to like another level. It's very cool. Very cool looking. Yeah. If, if you like horror, you like Spanish law and you like that, that gruesome, like, not at 16 bit i would say 16 bit art style you you play blasphemous it's so good this is this at 21 is where the list gets good let me tell you all right well so the next two are from the same franchise so we'll discuss them together it's number 20 bloodstained curse of the moon and number 19 bloodstained ritual of the night so the first one is on ps3 uh p uh, sorry pc ds um the 3DS, Switch, PS4, PS Vita, Xbox One, and came out in 2018. And then the sequel was on um, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, iOS, and Android, <clears throat> and Stadia, uh, and came out in Stadia. 2019. So these two, like a, a twin games, they don't look anything alike. That is the one thing I will say. No. The first one is, is you know, 8-bit, uh, and the second one is... 2.5d yeah like 3d um god these games have such a history um i remember when uh mega 64 were that's an old name but it was a group of comedy boys who uh helped the the lead producer on that one i can't remember his name um for the life of me but he was a lead producer from konami that came up with castlevania um, he worked on pretty Koji much all the Castlevania throughout history. I I can't I don't know I can't remember. He wears the cowboy hat, but um, yeah, he he I remember him making all these crazy like little promo videos and promoting this game for throughout the years, and then it finally came out. It's really good, um, dude. Dude is he is Castlevania, right? Like, it, and and this this game obviously it plays a lot like Symphony of the Night. Um, it's like Symphony of the Night two almost um really really good yeah like it's it's just castlevania if you like castlevania go play it it's really good it, i can't describe it any you got the sub weapons you got the magic you got the exploration of the big castles and stuff it's just castlevania through and through it's fantastic it's classic yeah so i i just can confirm that castlevania series producer is koji igarashi and he is the one who made go. he made both of these so there's um, your guy he is the man yeah there's your guy Interesting. It is interesting how different they look visually, considering they came out one oh, yeah. year apart. That is just what's yeah. crazy to me. No, well, I mean it, it. Same can be said for Castlevania, right? They, they all look so different to each other, even though half of them come out right next to each other. You got like, um, you got like Portrait of Ruin. You couldn't compare to Symphony of the Night, for example. Symphony of the Night, so like the graphical details, fantastic for the technology they had. And then Portrait of Rune came out way after on the DS, and uh, it just it just can't hold a flame, if you ask me. A lot of people don't like Portrait of Rune, and it, it it was a it was a special Castlevania for me because I played it before Symphony of the Night, but um, it it ain't nearly the same. It would, like tried to be Symphony of the Night, and it in my opinion, right. it just wasn't. Okay, well, you had already mentioned number eighteen earlier. That's Salt and Sanctuary, which is a Souls-like mm -hmm. Metroidvania game. That came yeah. out 
for the PS4, PC, Mac, Linux, PS Vita, Switch, and Xbox One in 2016. So before Bloodstained. Um, and I would say that the juxtaposition between the art for the character models and the background is slightly jarring for me from a visual perspective. <laughs> I don't know if you found it. Yeah, like- I'm sure it's an excellent game. Yeah, like if you look up the if you look up this game, Salt and Sanctuary, and you look at the main character versus half of the illustrations, it looks like something you'd find on like Newgrounds. It looks like it looks almost like a Flash game, like. Uh, but oh my lord, Salt and Sanctuary though, really good one. Um, it it came out just as that Metroidvania craze was was just coming about. I feel, um, and it it hits it hits that mark. It very much is is very very Souls like, and that is that is a term that everyone on the goddamn planet uses now dark souls spawned a whole genre of dodging <laughs> and blocking at the right time but uh, yeah. yeah it is very much like that very much exploration based collect the powers sort of thing it's a very gray game very gray dark gritty but it's really good mm. salt and sanctuary that's a solid one if you like dodging and and swinging your sword at the right time hell yeah gripping game it looks, it, it looks good for sure. I mean, and it does say oh, that yeah. it's challenged. Yeah. Um, you're a sailor that was shipwrecked on an island, and you're just trying to yeah. survive. I guess. <laughs> it's hard as um, it's hard as nails. Yeah. So number seventeen, the first of many on this list. Um, we'll do seventeen and sixteen together. So seventeen is Castlevania: wanna, Portrait you, of Ruin. Like like we did for the Super Mario. Every time we come to a Castlevania, we can say a little bit. Yeah, but we're gonna they're on to, this yeah. list a lot. Yeah. And uh, 16 is Castlevania Order of Ecclesia. Now, they're both for the DS. And as I understand, only on the DS? Uh, the first one came out in yeah. 2006. The second one came out in 2008. Now, I was quite surprised to see a DS-only game so hard, like, so high up on the list. Now, I know it is Castlevania, but the platform is a bit restrictive, I think. It's it's Castlevania. It's a big Nintendo title. Of course it came out for the DS. Um, it, it certainly couldn't have come out for the Wii. The, the resolution just wouldn't have matched up. You'd be looking at, like, blue blotches on a screen if it had come out for, like, a, a console. The only thing they could have brought it out for was DS. It's similar in the way that Monster Hunter is a classic Capcom title, but like it always only comes out on like the PSP or like some handheld console, right? Or like some wacky. Right. Um, but I'm yeah, Portrait to not of Ruin see it on the 3DS or the Switch, though, by that same logic, presumably. It's old. It's old game. It's only 2006. Um, Portrait of Ruin. They should have ordered it by now, right? Maybe they have. Either way, um, it's old game. It was only on the DS. I I had a DS and I played it, um, yeah. and it was good. I mean, it's, I for a Castlevania game it's today. Good. So as of mm. today, at least the twenty sixth, it's only on DS still. Right. According yeah, to well, I mean, it's okay. Like for a Castlevania, it's mm. okay. Like it's right. it's good. Which one's yeah. better? Though? It's worth playing. Um, I I would say Portrait of Ruin to be honest with you, but I'm super biased. Like that that game holds a little special place, even though it is just okay. I really liked it. Okay. I base a lot of my D and D characters. I DM, and I I base a lot yeah. of my D and D characters on uh, the one villain in that game, the artist dude, a painting of the soul. That's how what <laughs> a vampire should be. Monsters and shit. None of this fucking like. Oh, I'm Dracula. Yeah, yeah, boys. What's up? <laughs> like, no way. No way. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Now, claiming, at least according to this list, to be better than both of those Castlevania titles is Rogue Le Legacy at number 15 for the PC, Linux, OS X, PS3, 4, and Vita, Xbox One, Switch, and iOS from 2013. Is that better than Castlevania? Yeah. It, it, it's better than those Castlevanias, yeah. Um, Rogue Legacy is is like the game that started Metroidvanias. It's like the roguelike game. I can't think of a roguelike game that came out before Rogue Legacy. Like, it was the one that started it. Um, like, it, it is the bread and butter roguelike experience saying that. Uh, walk around, improve your little base over time, get your passive buffs, unlock random items as you explore the the randomly procedurally generated passageways. Like I, I can't I can't think of a roguelike game that came before it though. And uh, is it better than those Castlevanias? Hell yeah, it is. Like those games are old. <laughs> and just because something's old doesn't mean it's bad. But like, but like again, for Castlevania, those ones ain't that good. So right. yeah, Rogue Legacy is fantastic, and it's on like every console except for just. Just the the twenty six hundred or mm. okay. oh, it's really good. Rogue Legacy, the new one came out recently. Really number good. Rogue Legacy two. Did they? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, number fourteen is Shantae and the Pirates Curse. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. For the three DS, Wii U, PC, Amazon Fire TV Stick, which I love. <laughs> PS1, what? PS4, Switch, and Stadia, Stadia. for 2014. Oh, I have, Stadia, I have an Amazon Fire TV stick. I can't wait to play <laughs> a platformer with my tiny How remote. Do you do that? <laughs> Amazon Fire Stick. What are you doing? I love it. Um, I do. I do well, play this... like you know Hangman and poker and stuff on it. But I couldn't imagine trying to play an actual platformer. Well, that sounds yeah. awful. Yeah. Now you can play Shantae. Shantae, you stay. Listen, Get all looks... the boys round. All right, boys, I bought my fire stick. Get it The on. bright colors are very Nintendo. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're really oh, yeah, yeah. bright, contrasting colors. The, like, Absolutely. layered background effect and stuff. Yeah. This, this looks like a great one. I've got to be honest, I'm not familiar and I haven't played it. But um, I don't own a Fire Stick, so obviously. But um, like, well, maybe no, I'll pick this, it up this for the great. Stadia. I, I could get it for the Stadia. Yeah, I got five of those lying around. <laughs> I was right, waiting well, we'll to. I was to was something. waiting to burn them. <laughs> Go on, <sorry. laughs> we'll move on to something that I feel like you probably would have played, right? Axiom Verge. I've heard it many times. PS4, yeah. Vita. Um, PC, Mac, Linux, Xbox One, Wii U, Switch from 2015. Like, this is a fairly popular title. Oh, yeah. Like, this is it the is first time I've with... heard of it. Yes. Next to Blasphemous, like, in the same vein. It's 8-bit, but here's a game with some knockout artwork. You want some good visuals. And it's 8-bit, so tough to say good visuals. But my God, like, it is. They knew what they were doing when they brought this out. It is next to none. Great, great, great artwork, great visuals, and how it plays as well. Same sort of yeah. like cycle loop. You unlock the powers and uh, traverse the the maps and such. But uh, oh my god, yeah, great looking game, and it plays good too. Really, really good one. No wonder it's so popular. Yeah, I've heard of it before, and Metroidvania games or platforms in general aren't really my thing. It's, um, it's I have more to Metroid say, though, than Vania. 
Right. Just for the name alone, number 12, Guacamelee. One plus two. Oh my god. I am obsessed with the name of this game. The art style is pretty unique. It's very like Nacho Libre. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I I think it looks great. I've never played it. Like a, another one of these titles that came out on console for PlayStation that I saw. I thought, what is this? What is this baby game for babies? And I might be completely wrong. Shoot what me now if Guacamelee is this 18 plus, is this 18 plus gritty game? Like, yes. Otherwise, I, I'm, I, I don't think I would play this. I don't think I would enjoy it. But hey, it's high up on this list, so I could be completely wrong. May, it might only need to give it a chance. But, it uh, is available everywhere. If you want to play it, it's on PC, OS X, Linux all the playstations except for the most recent one wii u xbox 360 the one the switch came out in 2013 sort of around the time that these other indie darlings were coming out and i think the art style and the story are very unique Mm. because it is like the nacho libre thing yeah the art style definitely uh, All right, well, moving on, maybe you played this one. Number 11, Ender Lily's Quietest of the Nights for uh, PC, Switch, Xbox One, the S, the X, and PS4. It came out last year when not a whole lot of things were coming out. Did you happen to catch this one? Didn't, I'll be honest. Um, And the the whole reason why... (laughs) This is going to sound so... I'm going to sound like such an asshole. (laughs) I'm, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the animes, so I see anime game and I skip it every time. That That's on me. Hey, uh, I'm not the best for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I see I see Animu Lady on the on the title and I just don't look at it at all. And so hey, part. another game where I could be completely wrong. So the enemies sort of evoke, um, what is that um, crazy 360 degree shooting game with Dante as the main character? Devil May Cry. Yeah, the enemies are very Devil May Cry to my eyes. Do you know what I mean? I, I like, am totally getting Devil May Cry vibes from the art style of the enemies, at least. I mean, now that we're in the top 10, if you don't know any of these, I'll be shocked because I like these came up immediately when I Googled them. Number 10, Ori in the Blind Forest. You have definitely played it. You talk about it all the time. PC, Xbox One, Switch from 2015. I mean what's more to this was groundbreaking this made waves in all of the fandoms so number 10 is ori in the blind forest and from here i think you've played all of these so ori in the blind forest even if you don't like platformers metroidvania castlevania whatever it there was something to appeal i think about this indie darling there's always something with ori like it is it is quite possibly it's one of my favorite games in this category um if not my absolute favorite like this game will make you laugh it'll make you cry it the first one very very story driven not many people to talk to at all no npcs whatsoever it's just you the soundtrack and the visuals and the jumping around it is like it is mind-blowingly good like ori will change your life absolutely categorically without a without a second thought the whole soundtrack's on spotify if you want to listen to that it it is so goddamn good if you like that disney type storyline you know the the underdog little dudes gotta get it done against the big like towering monsters 
and it just ain't what you expect it to be. The story goes in every single direction. You just never expect it to go one way or the other. It is so good. So goddamn good. The art, the music, the gameplay, everything. Ori is is really a, a video game. It is what a game should be. It's perfect. The good news is both of them are on this list. Now, Ori and the Blind Forest is the original one. It came out for the yeah. PC, Xbox One, and the Switch in 2015. We'll get to the other one in a little bit. But now that yeah. we're in the top 10, the next one is Cave Story for the PC, Wii, DS, OS, X, Linux, and Switch from 2004. This is quite an old title. Yeah, Cave Story, classic, to be honest with you. Um, like, Metroidvania before it was, like... Adventure game, 2D, um, collect the items and such, talk to the dudes. Yeah, really mm. old game, but like probably the... It, I'm probably wrong in saying this, you know, Metroid and Castlevania come come before this, but um, probably one of the oldest experiences of a Metroidvania you could ever have. Yeah. Mm. Except for maybe really, the next one, which is actually Metroid. <laughs> Which is actually Metroid. Yeah, half of them are going to be now. Yeah, it's, it's Metroid Zero Mission for the Game Boy Advance. came out the same year. It was very limited release, so if you didn't have a Game Boy Advance, then you're absolutely right. Cave Story was probably your only chance to play that yeah. type of game in that in that release year. That's funny, because I had a Game Boy Advance, and I played... Um, I'm surprised, you know, I don't see... Metroid Prime or Metroid Fusion on this on any of this list here. That is very surprising considering we're on a list of Metroidvanias that there's no Metroid Fusion or Prime. Crazy, because those are the Metroids people go for. Um But Zero Mission, yeah, like it it's Metroid, right? Like you run around with Samus and you you fight the monsters. It's, <laughs> it's great, it's classic. Um I believe it was a remake of the, of the first one on NES. Me from wrong. Right. That's, uh, yeah, yeah it is weird to not see a lot of Metroid on this list. In fact, this is the like first Prime, one that we ran. Prime into. and Fusion. Prime and Fusion specifically. Like those are the ones yeah. people go crazy about. In my experience, anyway. Well, the good news crazy is, as well because the, the, I mean the the new Metroids on here. So that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that yeah, is really that good is, too. That was quite funny. They, okay, they we, we will, yeah, we will 100% get there. It's Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow for the DS and Mobile from 2005 next. Once again, really old title. Um, this one, classic, classic, you know, classic Castlevania during the sort of Xbox One era. Um, I obviously would not have played it because I don't have a DS, but you played the other titles, so I'm assuming you played this one as well. I didn't play Dawn of Sorrow, um, but it is the it is the the handheld Castlevania that everyone does go crazy about. This is this is the better one out of uh, Portrait of Ruin and Order of Ecclesia. This this is the good one, Dawn of Sorrow. If you're gonna play a handheld Castlevania, play this one. It, it is a really really good one. Yeah. Um, number six. I had it? never heard of this. And it's very high up on the list. Dead never Cells. heard of this. No, I've never heard of it. PC, Mac, Linux, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, iOS, Android, 2018. I mean, to be fair, 2018, I wasn't really on the market for this sort of game, as I usually am not. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not been around long enough, I think, to feature in lists I would have come across that many times. But Crazy. it sounds like you've played it and liked it. And the art style is pretty unique, I think. Yeah, so this one, um, 
This one's crazy. A uh, really cool title. Um, the story is pretty basic, as most uh, Metroidvanias are. It's more of a roguelike than a Metroidvania, but it like plays in the same way. You explore the areas. <clears throat> Sorry. You explore the areas, and it's procedurally generated. You play as a piece of mold um, that grows in a suit of armor, and then you run around um, and collect the weapons and stuff. It's got some really good gameplay. It's smooth. It controls so good. You slide through stuff. You dash through stuff. You're so fast. Like it encourages you to speed run each level. You get like a bonus if you get yeah. through a level in a certain amount of time. Um, and it it references every single game on this list. There is. It's one of these where you get a random weapon in a chest every time, and it's a bit roguelikey. Um, but there's yeah. like the sword from Hollow Knight. There's the sword from Blasph- Blasphemous. Um, there's a sword from Final Fantasy. Um, there's a Guacamole that's ability so in funny. there. Like it references every single other game that's come before it. There's Castlevania's Metroid references everywhere. Wow. Like it references all of them, and it's so funny too because when you get these weapons, it changes the whole gameplay to be like the game it's referencing. It's great to be honest with you. Dead Cells right. do it really good. Yeah, great one. Wow. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, you touched on this one briefly before at number five and i think well deserved is ori and the will of the wisps um, yes PC here Switch, we go xbox one xs from 2020 i think what i've heard from people who love this franchise say it's everything you loved about ori but refined yes um so a sequel to a game should improve on what the first one did bring in some new ideas refine it down iron out what the first game didn't do so well and it is no truer them with Orion Will of the Wisps. My God. Just when you thought they blew your mind, they do it again. Let me tell you. There's, there's <laughs> so many like characters to learn about and talk to and get attached to. Way more than the first one. Like there's actual NPCs and dialogue now. Um it just you just don't expect it to go where it does, and it does. Like, oh my god. I can't stress enough how good this is. Like Ori will blow your mind. Play the first one. Oh my god, you'll come away from it sweating. Oh, fantastic. I can't take any more. They hit you with another one. It's like the bully that just won't let up. They hit you again and again and again. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Goddamn play it. What are you doing with your life if you ain't touched this? You're you're sleeping. Amazing. (laughs) I love it. Um, All the soundtracks on Spotify, same thing. Yeah, worth listening to, I think it. Um, number four, as you mentioned, um, Metroid Dread, the brand new Metroid for the Switch that came out last year. It's number four. Have you actually had a chance to play it? Is it haven't, better than any other Metroid title to date? Haven't played it. Um, I have watched a playthrough of it, though, and from from other people that have told me that they have played it, they're saying that it, it does hold a candle to old Metroid. Um, it, it is old Metroid. It plays exactly the same way. Um, loads of new little gadgets and abilities to, to get through. Sick new little system similar to Resident Evil, where you have uh, one big monster that chases you throughout a lot of the levels and can just turn up anywhere at any time, and it's up to you to run. You know, Metroid, it does have that horror element to it. Um, if you play those old ones, uh, it is supposed to be a little, a little creepy, a little scary. And the new one definitely is. To be honest, yeah, it looks sick. Like I wish I, I wish I could have played it when it came out. It's, it looks fantastic. Classic Metroid. They, really, they haven't done. Really nice they haven't. Game. They they haven't done just a bare bones 
2D Metroid in such a long time. And I think Metroid fans were waiting for this one for a long time and, and they got it, which is very good. Very happy with that. Okay. So you would say four is probably pretty fair on the list. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, no problem with that at all. Okay. Number three, I know you won't dispute this because you talk about it all the time. Hollow Knight for PC, Mac, Linux, Switch, PS4, Xbox One from 2017. I mean, art style like no other, first off. I don't think I've ever seen a game that looks quite like this. It looks as good as this, let me tell you. This is another one like Ori. It It blows your goddamn boots off, let me tell you. Just in case anyone hasn't heard, we had Silksong news. It's coming out in the next 12 months. As guaranteed, Microsoft announced it. Silk Song, twelve months from now. We heard that very recently. Amazing. But uh, oh my goodness, Hollow Knight! Yeah, what can I say? It is just all the the DLC they came out with was fantastic. All the the art style, the music, the characters. It's it's great. Really, really good one. Yeah, it can't, gets can't very, recommend this one. You play as a cute little bug, and you gotta go save the little bugs and talk to them. It's sick. <laughs> Um, and then I number two, it would be wrong if it wasn't on this list. Castlevania Symphony of the Night for PlayStation, Sega Saturn, Xbox 360, PSP, PS4, Android, iOS. I mean, absolutely killer. Like it's it, you got to do it. It's classic. Ninety seven. And then if you're gonna have Castlevania from ninety seven, you have to have number one as Super Metroid from nineteen ninety four on the Super NES. And I think that that's. Yeah, like- here no we go. It's a Metroidvania. It's a Metroidvania list. They got to end it with a Castlevania and a Metroid. But um, Symphony of the Night. If you ain't played it, go play it right now. Oh my God, the soundtrack, everything about that game. Real Dracula hours, not like this. Oh, it's me, Dracula. What is a man? There are pile of secrets. It's all there with Symphony of the Night and Super Metroid as well. Absolutely fantastic. You know, I would have put Prime instead of Super Metroid, but that's just me. Not a problem. Still really good title. Super Metroid, yeah. There's not a Metroid that ain't that good. All right, any final thoughts? We've smashed through the list. I don't think we're surprised by how good the titles were on this list. Any any final closing thoughts on this? There there is really nothing I could add to this. I've been thinking hard. Um, I thought about Hades, but that's a roguelike, right? Not so much a Metroidvania, more of a roguelike. Um, so it's hard to separate the two for me personally, but uh, I guess Metroid no procedurally generated levels as much maybe like the the lines blurred with those two genres, roguelike and Metroidvania. But um, yeah, I wouldn't have added anything to this list. It's really solid. Whoever wrote this, double thumbs up. Like did a great job. <laughs> Thank you Play very that, much, Gamer Ranks. You done you done redeemed the gaming pundit industry. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that wraps up this episode of Retro Rebel Gamecast. I want to thank Steve for coming back and talking Metrovania in this week's discussion. And all the notes from this episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you'd like to add to the discussion or reach out with questions, sound off in the comments or email us at retrorebel at templeofgeek.com. If you like what you hear, head over to wherever you download your podcast and subscribe so you'll be sure to get each episode as it's released and rate us because that really helps our show. But until the next time, we will see you later. Hell yeah. See you later. Thank you.